What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode and edition of Dark Side Podcast. I'm uh, I'm David Viano. I'm Matt Elias. I had to think about that for a second because well, we don't really know who we really are until... Who does? Exactly. All right. This week, we've got a big feature on the state of marijuana. MJ. In our state, in Not Pennsylvania and other topics related to that. Yeah. Brought to you by our resident expert. Hi. Dark Side Dave. Um, so what is going on with weed and, and marijuana as far as like, so it was decriminalized um, to have a small amount on you in Pennsylvania a couple of years ago, right? So it's not legal. I don't know it's not officially it's like, legalized. No, it's, it's not officially legalized. And as far as the decriminalization thing goes, I don't even know if that was in all areas or just Allegheny County. Because I know in Allegheny County, I'm pretty sure that they passed the whole thing where it's like if you have... Um, under an ounce on you, it's not. It's not like an offense or anything. It's just like a ticket, basically. Yeah, Wikipedia says cannabis in Pennsylvania is illegal for recreational use statewide, but possession of small amounts is decriminalized in several of the state's largest cities. Pittsburgh right. being included in that. Right. Medical use was legalized in 2016. Yes. Statewide. Yes. Um. So okay, let's take it back. Yeah. State your qualifications. My call in, in in this whole thing, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, you're the, you're the weed guy on the show. Yeah. I've I've uh, I mean, I like state as much of your qualifications as you feel you're able to. Okay. Well, I keep up with this stuff a good bit. Um. <laughs> well, yeah. I like. I don't know. I'm always on top of this stuff. I've been like, I didn't start smoking weed until like, I was 19. Okay. Or so, but I dove like head first into it. Like right. I wasn't just like smoking weed for fun. Like, I, I would actually research a lot of the stuff. I had more knowledge back then than I probably do now because I don't like, I don't research as much as I did back then, but I'm still up to knowledge on a lot of stuff. Um, this as far as weed as a hobby and as yeah, an interest. Basically. Yeah. Then I got big into like the studying of like, uh, good. Okay. I got big into like studying, um, concentrates like marijuana concentrates that was around like 2014 because it was a new thing in the scene like it's been around for a good while but it was like the big like dabbing became like the big thing in that time so i researched a lot on that like how it was made like what the ways is to dabbing? make it dabbing is basically um there's so many ways of doing it now it's like uh back then the big thing was bho at the time butane hash oil it's basically okay. extracting all of the like um like certain cannabinoids and like the crystals um, from the plant uh, into basically just a pure extract. So it's, it's like super weed. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, so it's super like, weed. It's like if cocaine is so the example. Yeah, dabbing is crack. If weed is cocaine, basically, yeah, yeah. Um, right, because it's like manufactured into a more pure. Right. Okay. There's certain different ways of doing it, like the chemical ways, like I just said, uh, butane hash oil. That's one. Um, These require a little bit more work simply because you have to get a lot of that butane out. You can only have certain like uh, parts per parts per. uh, I forget the M. It's like the way they measure it is like PPM parts per. I forget the like the M it is or whatever, but milliliter. That might be it. That honestly might be it. Hold on. So I'm going to look that up real quick. 
just to be like 100% sure because I don't want to throw like false information. So you can get out. different like strengths or different concentrations is what is the parts point. Parts per million. Parts per million. Oh, parts per million. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you have to have a certain, like a very low, if you get your stuff tested, you have to have a very low parts per million for it to be passable. Because I mean, you mean as far as being legal, right? Yeah, because there's still like trace amounts of butane in there, but it's not enough to where it's going to harm your body. Basically, right. it's like serious. It's like the same amount as when like you light a cigarette, you're inhaling butane from your lighter. If you use an actual lighter, it's the same or less than that, basically. Okay. So it's not really harming your body. So is, da- is this legal? Is dabbing legal? Yeah, dabbing's. I mean, it's legal. Um, it's not legal to make it. That's the whole gray area. Because like back in the day, I don't know the whole laws of it now, but I know back in the day when I was um studying it a good bit, it was like it was basically you would get um slapped with the same charge as like having a meth lab, basically. For for processing yeah for processing like a drug they were treating it just like that basically because you had kids who didn't know what they were doing um extra you doing this like you uh doing butane hash oil inside of a house which that's rule one if you're doing it in a in like an enclosed space you have to have one a well very well ventilated space because butane just goes down to the floor like that's what a lot of the things that a lot of people don't know is like butane like it's a it goes in like a lower loss yeah. yeah so and the other thing, you cannot have like anything electrical, nothing inside of a space like that if you were to do it because right, one dangerous. spark can just ignite a whole house. Right. And that's happened. So before. this is illegal to make still, but not, uh, if not you, illegal. If you have a certified lab that passes all of OSHA requirements, in Pennsylvania? Like all that thing, yeah, I'm pretty sure because they're making it in Pennsylvania. So you have to have like a qualified lab for it to be. So cannabinoids are not legal for recreational use in PA as we just learned right besides cbd but i mean but so is is it if you get pulled over with dabs in your pocket Mm -hmm. you going to jail or what um if if they're not if you don't have your medical card and uh actually i don't i don't know how that would work with concentrates i don't know how that works with that whole thing i don't know if they're still treating it differently a lot than um pure weed or whatever but yeah there's also a few other ways of making those too. Uh, rosin's the big, the big one right now. Okay. Um, which is just literally like heat pressing, either like uh, like ice water hash or something like that. Uh, uh, buds or like keef and stuff, and breaking that down into more of like a liquid. It's like it's just heat and pressure basically, and like it extracts um, like basically the oil out of said plant. Yeah. And you just uh. You collect all that and you can dab that as well, too. That's been the one big thing that and like a uh, good dry sift. Mm-hmm. That's been the one big thing that's like hit the scene really hard. It's just very expensive for certain ones because it's like a more you get less yield doing it this way. So you have to call You have to uh, drive the price up a little bit to make your money back. So I heard that people with medical cards. You you're still not allowed to to smoke weed like you can't burn it you have to vape it is um, that true because i heard that i heard it the that was what they were trying to do but i mean they sell they sell flour like at the dispensary so that you, you can't really i mean i'm sure they advertise more for vaping than they would like actual smoking yeah and stuff because i mean they're trying to do like more 100 percent like legit medical side of it and everything but yeah the one thing was just like for vaping at the beginning but i mean you're they're selling flour just straight out of the dispensary so that you can't really tell someone like what to do with that. So I don't think you, I don't think it matters really right there. 
Mm-hmm. You can still smoke it, I think, and like you can't really get in any other issues than that. Right. Yeah. So is it hard to get a medical card? Um from what I understand, you just got to get a doctor to yeah, write, write it up. Right? Yeah, basically, there's certain places you can go for the evaluations. I know it's like a two hundred and fifty dollars thing. Of course, then you get your medical card, basically. Um, but anymore, I don't the, think is it's that, that to the bad. state or is that to it's the state? Yeah, I don't know if <laughs> nice. you can use it in different states because I know certain states, if you have a medical marijuana card, you're able to use it in dispensaries out of the state. So I don't know if if. Uh, if you're if you're card in PA and you go up to like Boston or something like that, I don't know if you're yeah. able to use it up there or right. not. But so basically, weed is half is like sort of legal and sort of not right now in Pennsylvania. Right. We're like federally, on, it's not federally wide. It's not yeah. either technically. It's just not for medical. recreational use. Medically, right. it is. Yeah, some states, obviously Colorado and Oregon, Washington. California, California now. now, a couple others. Well, yeah. a good bit. I think there's quite a few. Yeah, there's point. there's a. I think they're in the double digits now for rec in certain places. Right. Uh, so you can and, you can buy weed, and you can smoke weed recreationally in those states, and you don't have to worry about anything. Right. Although right. there's probably limits on how much you can have. See, that's what I don't know because I'm I, I um I forget the whole thing because when I was out in Colorado, it was like five years ago and it was just when rec was becoming a thing basically. Yeah. Um, now that it's like f- over, over five years deep into that whole thing, I don't know if there's like a certain thing, like a restriction, like, cause that, that would be my first question going into a dispensary. Just like, tell me the cap that I can have on whatever. And I'm just going to go crazy from there. Basically. <laughs> give me, <laughs> give me that much. Yeah. Give me Cause one. honestly, like if I go to a dispensary, like, I literally would be like, okay, what's the biggest amount I can buy? Like what's like, like, cause I'm going to want an ounce of bud, like out of nowhere that I'm going to want at least probably five to seven grams of hash. So, I mean, like, I don't know if that's a limit, like a too big of a limit that I can tell buy. people what the difference is between hash and just weed. Like when people think of weed, <sighs> hash is like way stronger. It's a way stronger of a thing. Right. Um, right. But what is it? What do you mean? Like, like what is it? I, I kind of like said it already. Like it's wh- way stronger, but is it weed in a different form? Oh, oh, is it yeah, my plant? bad. My bad. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know what you meant by sorry. that. Uh, there's different consistencies. Uh, BHO tends to be more like shatter half the time. There's also like cake batter, which is more of like a. You're like speaking a different language to me right now. Shatter is kind of like more like a glass like a glass looking consistency basically like it'll it's, shatter this is hash it, yeah if you like is um, this a is it is it the same plant like what what is this yeah it's a it's like the plant so like whenever they're making this stuff like say if it's bho or like they're making it with like propane and stuff like that it's basically they they put pounds of this stuff into a tube they'll run a closed loop system extractor which okay you have your product here and you have your gas over here and it's constantly just running it like it's constantly running that gas through your buds which is taking the trichomes and every and all the other cannabinoids out of it and leaving you with basically just a useless like uh like useless uh, lawn trimmings basically is the easiest way to put it right so basically you would just throw that out it's all the good stuff's been sucked out yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Some people might like reuse it for certain things like making low grade edibles or something like that. Just keeping the flower. But most of the time it's like disposed of properly and everything. And then you have um, the process after that is if you're making them with solvents, half the time you have to vac 
you have to purge it, which is usually a vac oven, uh, which is like a vacuum chamber that's constantly under pressure, a lot of pressure, basically, as well as heating it inside, too. Right. So this is just another product that's made from weed. Yeah. Yeah. That was the big one. Like I said, like uh, like five, seven years ago, like I said, uh, ice hash, like ice and water hash is kind of taken over, which is literally like you put like I said, like a pound or so in like these certain bags and there's like certain like washers that they like make now or everything, or you can use like a, like a washing machine kind of to do this too. But usually they make specific ones for this. You fill it with ice, like with ice water basically. And you kind of like, it keeps going like and rotating and there's certain like in these screens, like in the mesh bags and everything, there's different consistencies in each bag. It's like thicker, lighter and all this shit. So eventually when you're washing this shit over time, you're getting like this goop in these bags that you eventually like shovel out and everything. And you like, you have to dry that out properly and everything. And that's what like the, uh, like dry sift and water hash is. It's a better, it's a better quality but it's going to cost you more just simply because of the way it's made and the yield that you get from it is lower basically. So this is, I think this is interesting because you've got all this just as like, like I said, like weed as a hobby and you spent all this energy like just diving into it and learning yeah. all this stuff about it. like, yeah, because I did like for a while, like, um, whenever I was like really into it, I did want to go out to, uh, either California or Colorado and grow and stuff like that. But I just never, I just never did it. What would you, what, what would you have done? Go out and you're talking about to go learn how to do it. Or? Yeah. Basically just kind of like, uh, there was a lot of startups at the time. Like the, the market was like really like saturated with a lot of these companies and stuff. And it would just kind of like work from the bottom up basically just be like, you know, like a trimmer or something for certain people were just like, you know, like just a caretaker for the plants and just eventually like, you know, just keep learning the business and kind of just do it on my own. Yeah. Cause so a lot kind of, of the, just cause you're like passionate about it. Yeah. Because like, I don't like the way that the weed scene is going nowadays with the rec side i'm not a fan of it like whatsoever why is that it's it's uh it's it's like this like the old like kind of like i I don't want to say like hippie belief but like it kind of is at the same time like the uh the big corporations are going after and it's gonna ruin it basically and we all knew that was gonna happen but it's just like it, it, it just sucks seeing it 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 sucks seeing it because you see these people involved with these companies like corona invested um like a few billion dollars into this one uh i think it was canopy growth. the beer company yeah they invested a shit ton of money into this one i think it was canopy growth like this uh this legit marijuana company that's in the stock market and everything even yeah and you know these companies like alcohol companies have been advocating and pushing money towards like keeping weed illegal because it hurts their business but now yeah. they see this thing and of course they're just going to throw X amounts of dollars, but like the big thing about that is they don't give a fuck about how it's made. That's what I don't like about it. Cause I like with like weed is like buying from people that like, if I'm going to buy from like a grow op or everything, I would rather buy from like a mom and pop yeah. sort of thing. I mean, that it, like it, the yeah. People have been doing it I for think, like 30 years, right. have like the perfect system down, like grow the best ones. Cause literally if you yeah. know shit about weed, those are the best grows ever. The people have been doing it for 30 plus years, have their shit down. Right. Every, like every plant that they have is perfect every single time. It's I think just, people like, understand that go. because it's the same thing as where you buy like your vegetables and stuff. Yeah. From. If you buy meat and vegetables from Walmart versus going like to the farmer's market. Right. You know, right. A hundred percent. It's, it's not the same thing, right? 100%. Like mass produced 
and versus like artisanal, you know, yeah. same thing with, uh, I mean, I could see it going the same way as, um, so you know, like breweries and stuff yes. are booming right now, especially yes. in Pennsylvania. So like if you've got somebody who's got this small little operation and they're brewing, you know, their own, maybe they have a couple different, you know, types of products that they're making Yeah, and it's like homemade and they've spent, like you said, they've spent years figuring out, you know, how they're, how they're doing it and, mm. Um, that experience is valuable to people. So I could see that. I right. mean, you, you could still, you're still going to be able to find that because there's still going to be a market for it. Exactly. Because yeah. people are going to want to spend a couple extra dollars just like they do with other products instead of going to Walmart and just buying your, your whatever, you know, your vegetables right. and stuff from, from the giant store. Right. You pay a little more and you support people that you feel like are worth supporting. Exactly. You know? It always feels better if you go and spend your money in a business like that rather than just throwing it into the, you know, into the machine. Right. At Walmart or with Amazon or whatever. Yeah. Um, you have any interest in doing one of those? Sounds like you, like, what are you doing working in a, uh, in a steel mill? <laughs> um, make more money than I would because yeah. going into the medical marijuana field in the beginning because like I don't like I you don't know right in PA you can't there's no recreational marijuana yeah right it's it's different if what they um if it was legal would you consider changing like your career yeah and start a business like that yeah I would you, have you to, wouldn't move to do it I know you said you thought about going to California yeah I thought about it it's just like I'm already like I don't really want to leave like here right now like 100% um I would but at the same time it's like I, I just have factors here that I don't really know. Like necessarily it's like not the right time for me to do it basically. But, um, if they make it, if they make it legal here, I would try to pursue something with it. Definitely. It's just, it has to be like the medical shit is so hard right now. I feel like that, um, you have to have, you have to know people with a lot of money to even get in on anything right now. It's a very expensive thing. So like I would even have to have an investor to even talk to in the beginning, but the rec market, what they're trying to do is because they're eventually want to introduce recreational marijuana into like Pennsylvania. And the one bill that they proposed when they were going to do it is really nice. And it attracted me simply because you're able to grow your own if you want to like up to 12 plants at a time. It was either six or 12 plants at a time, basically. Mm -hmm. So that's a big advantage because literally it's like, if they end up like if they do end up passing that, that's way better because I feel like that's that I would rather have it that way because I would want to not be in trouble for having a grow up, a small ass grow up in my house. That is basically all for personal use and stuff. Because mm -hmm. I mean, in all honesty, like at the end of the day, six plants, if you get it about if you get it well enough, you could maybe yield like a pound or over a pound per plant and stuff. But that's not going to be for a while. And even then, like takes 90 days for a growth cycle most of the time. Like, you know, like uh, 75 to 90 days most of the time, depending on the strains that you're planting and growing and shit and how well you take care of them and how successful right. that they do like go up and everything. So it's like, you know, you always have to have a backlog. So it's not like really, it's not really a whole lot that you're keeping for yourself. Like, you know, maybe like you can <laughs> get rid of like half of that. Like, you know, like keep three pounds for yourself and give the other three to like people that you know or whatever. But it's still like you got to make that three pounds last you for three months. Um, yeah, but I, I was thinking more along the lines of, you know, actually starting. Well, no, yeah, I get what you mean. Too. I like, do it I, as I your would, job. Yeah, you know? I would rather do that, too. But it's just like it's getting the it's getting the knowledge down first to where like. Right. So you really want to practice. That's what right, you're talking about. Exactly. Like, learn how to yeah. do it. Exactly. I mean, is there really that much artistry that goes into it? 
I mean, I'm, I'm sure there could everyone's be. Everyone's different with really... their shit, dude. But like the people who have it like on lock have like certain like everyone's different when it comes to growing their shit. Like everyone right. does like a, something a little bit different. But it's like every everyone will tell you that like tender love and care is the biggest thing that those plants need basically like they need like you need to actually have like a connection with them and stuff it's it's a really weird thing for them to come grow. on what i <laughs> i'm just saying dude, it's like literally that's a thing like they can it's it's Are a you weird sure it's thing. not the improved level of attention physically that they get by having that connection and not the actual like you care about the plant so therefore you water it properly and take care of it yeah. correctly yeah but i mean it's still like I mean, you could not give a shit about the plant and still do all of the same steps and you're going to end up with the same plant. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Come on. What Some people s- have said, like, you know, it just comes. I don't it, believe it that. Depend- that's, I mean, that's like, like what the plants are psychic. Like they know that. Uh, no, like, it's like, what not if you, psychic, but it's what like, if you, you took know, playing exact- music, playing music in the background. A lot of people do that. Playing music at certain See, times that just of sounds the day like, and stuff. That sounds like the, the stereotype. Because they're still like living weed, organisms. Weed though. hippie. Yeah, but plants don't have brains. They can't hear music. They don't have ears. But like... I, th- I okay so imagine this take whoever you can imagine that has like the best most loving caring most perfect technique mm-hmm. to grow the best weed that you ever heard of yeah take them out of the equation put yourself in there now put me in there okay mm-hmm. for the sake of the example yeah um i do Everything exactly the same that they did. Yeah. Everything. The temperature, the light, the water, the fertilizing, whatever you do. Yeah. Every step of the way, all day long, it is exactly the same. Except I fucking hate that plant. I hate it. Why? (laughs) I fucking hate this plant and I swear at it and I yell at it and I insult its family every time I'm in there. See, Do you I don't think know. that that plan is going to turn out any different than it would with the hippie guy that that I whose technique I'm using? I don't know. I guess you'd have to try it out. Do you really not know? I really like, don't you, know. Because really, I've never heard so of you, like. Because I feel like a lot of people, if you're growing weed for your job, you're not hating it. You're I, probably like loving that job. Right. More than but anything. my question is, I'm just getting at the fact that like, it's not the actual love. It's the things that you're doing as a side effect of that. Yeah, but there's all like I also said. So you, like, did there's you like think that there things. in that scenario I just painted? Yeah, the hate the hate plant. Yeah, do you, th- in your honest opinion, do you think that there's any way that that weed would turn out different than, you know, like, than it would have otherwise? Mm. Any chance? I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm just going off of like things that I've heard because I've personally never grown weed and shit, but I've heard from a lot of people who like have been with that business or like around that business and stuff is like a little shit like that kind of like matters and stuff. I don't know if it's just in their head or whatever, but it's like like a superstition. Yeah, basically. That's what I'm I'm basically saying. I think it's a superstition. Probably. I don't know, though. I don't know anything about weed, obviously, but. Uh, it, that's just, I think that's interesting. It's one of those things that like, it's like one of those like weed, weed, weed hippie stereotype things. Like you have to love the plant, you know, like you have to talk nice to it until it looks pretty. I mean, you don't have to do all that and stuff, but it's like, don't, yeah. it's like, it's more like putting positive vibes back into See, it. Basically. Vibes that the idea of vibes yeah, and energy yeah, and crystals. I guess so. 
and not anti, really crystals and anti-vaxxing like that. yeah that too <laughs> you see what i'm getting at like that kind of that kind of thinking is like it's a little uh but it yeah. also goes into a love for what you do. So it's like you kind of make the best out of it. Yeah. Like Because like I said, I have if, no you're, doubt if, that your guy job, who, if your job is growing weed like every day and that's the way you make your employment, like you're loving your life. Like, yeah, it's I the mean, best job it, in the world probably. <laughs> but see, if you're in what it, you, if like, you're I in wouldn't want to do that. Like, you're not, I don't want to garden for a living, me personally. So I would hate it. See, I would love it just because like... You're passionate about it. Yeah, that's it is what it is. Like, I, I would, I would hate like growing vegetables and anything like that i would hate yeah. having a normal guard but that shit would be like a whole different thing for me like, i was a, i would love to see you start a business like that and then i could eventually and we'd have the podcast and the podcast. We'd, we'd finally have something to sell the podcast we'd have a product to sell like listen to have us. our own strain yeah dark side it's the weed that freaks you out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sure there's a market out there for that but dark people, side edibles yeah. See the devil with them. <laughs> yeah. We like, you could see us, uh, you can watch and listen to us scream and yell about the news. Yeah. While smoking our weed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You not so much probably. You don't even like weed. Like when you. Right. I don't. And yeah. Stuff, I don't. So it's like. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I would be the one. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying we smoke it. I'm saying the dark siders oh, can have okay. something to enjoy while they while they enjoy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like us like while we do the news and stuff. My bad. No. No, that 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 wouldn't work for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't yeah. even like you're saying, yeah, like I, I I've said it before, but even back so like I'm in recovery drug addiction. Uh even when I was using, I hated weed. I just never liked it, man. Like even at the time I I'd say I smoke weed probably less than 20 times okay. in my whole drug using career. You know? Damn. I probably I only bought it, like it 20 times probably this week so today, far. 20 like. times on the way over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I have nothing against it and you know, I'm obviously it, it's interesting and it's cool. Yeah. I wanted to, cause I know you have this knowledge about the subject I'm going to shed some light on it for people because I think a lot of people don't know all that much about it. Nah, We're in a state where a lot of, it's still not really legal to even have it. So. Yeah, a lot of people are ignorant um, to the fact about some stuff. And a lot of people who smoke weed every day are ignorant to some of the facts that go yeah, on I'm sure in this that's business true. like anymore. Like, um, I don't know. The biggest thing right now is uh, like vape carts that are going yeah. around now that are not like good for you at all they're causing a lot of problems and shit but a lot of people don't know about that at the same time right right um let's get into the illegal thc vape carts yeah thing because i keep seeing this come up um um, in my my meme searches yeah and whatnot the stuff that we do for the show yeah um, stuff that we read yeah so go ahead and frame that up for us the black market love it or hate it there are some bad things about it um one is you can easily there are there are ways to easily make a quick dollar off of naive people in this industry yeah. there always have been and it's not going to stop anytime soon but it's become a lot easier um with the legalization of certain stuff and everything uh with with uh fake vapes it's the biggest problem right now because there are companies like anyone anyone can um like buy the the vape cartridges 
online mass produced because where do you think the people who are selling them legitimately get them? You can still get them online anywhere, no matter what. Um, you can create you can create your own packaging on Photoshop and send it to a company that makes the boxes for you. You just have to assemble them whenever they get in. They're just flat like boxes. Basically, you just fold them up and do whatever. They also sell uh, certain uh, companies, things like in bulk online that are ripped off and everything. You can do that now. So people were taking like Dank Vapes is the biggest one, the biggest culprit that has come out. Them Mario Karts and Exotic Karts, they've been the ones out of the past year that have gotten the most negative effect because of this. They're marketed as like um, like these high-quality vapes and everything. They, the packaging looks cool and everything. That, that's what gets people half the time, but they're really not. They're just made from stuff that you don't know what's getting. They're never tested. They're lying about the percentages and stuff. So half the time, you don't know what you're smoking when you have those said carts. Uh, like I said, Danks have been the biggest problem around uh, the East Coast recently. And uh, it's either like, you know, you can buy them at bulk for so cheap. That's why people do them. And then they sell them for like 60 to $80 per cartridge, which is fucking highway robbery and shit. And like, those are the people that deserve to have their ass beat for doing shit like that because that's the biggest <laughs> that's the biggest problem in the weed game right now are fake carts like literally there's a there's a company called TKO there was an article going around not too long ago that uh, a counterfeit TKO thing that was going around on Instagram was bigger than the legit company right so these people who are making these fakes they're doing such a good job of it that these are becoming more like they're getting more notoriety than the actual legit lab tested ones that these companies are putting out. Right. So it's just people being ignorant to this fact. And that's why I like to tell people every time I see someone smoking a cartridge, like, you know, what brand is that? And then they'll tell me like, you know, and it's, if it's a shady brand or whatever, like I give them, like I'll show them some stuff and like show them articles and like drop some knowledge on them to let them know like, yeah, you're probably not smoking legit shit. Like they're probably cutting that with other different things. Right. And it's been, dangerous. And yeah. It's a big problem recently. Now the thing is that what, so here's what I've been seeing, right. To, to, that fits into that. Like what you're, you're laying down the, the kind of underlying background causes of what's yeah. happening here. But People are afraid of dying and getting lung conditions and yeah. illnesses from vaping, like just vaping, not even THC. Like, like normal vaping. Just yeah, regular ass vaping. Thing. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a news story right now. Kansas resident dies from vaping related illness, the sixth death nationwide. Now this is kind of, it smells like health panic, vape panic stuff, yeah. right? So, and I keep seeing the meme and that's kind of what I was getting at when I brought it up, like... So what they're, what people are afraid of, it looks like, and what these uh, these stories are kind of suggesting is that, like, vaping, even like the normal vape, like nicotine right. vaping. Yeah. Oh no, it's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, it's causing death, like six deaths. But w like, really, what's going on? And this is the meme. Like, what they don't want to say is that, or maybe they don't understand. Like, what people need to understand is that it's likely that those deaths and serious illnesses are caused by people using these counterfeit, like yeah, the black market shady, style. but, the, but not like T it's THC. Like they're like shady THC cards right. instead of they're th this is so what they're trying to do is suggest that n just normal ass vaping juice is going to make you sick or die. Well, hasn't that like, well, hasn't, I'm not like, like cousins, but hasn't that been a thing recently? Even like just with normal vaping, there's been some health concerns about it recently. Yeah, I think there has, but it's the same deal. I think it's like because, getting stuff from shady sources that just you well, know 
this you're is ordering the big on thing. the internet and you don't really know what you're getting. Yeah, and this is the big thing too. It's like, dude, this stuff is so new still. Yeah. Like vaping just became a big thing in the past 10 years, right? We don't know. We it hasn't it hadn't been a long around long enough to know the real health hazards that are going into this. True. Now that it's been around and people have been using it for so long, we're starting to find out these health risks. And you know, it's it could be the same thing with um, BHO and those certain concentrates that are made with like those chemicals and stuff there. It hasn't been around long enough in mass, like in done enough where people like have been around it long enough to know the bad health effects of it. Cause there could be some that we don't really know about yet that are still like being studied and stuff. That's a hundred percent thing. And that's what True. like, you know, people in the dabbing community kind of all been joking about like, you know, we're kind of the Guinea pigs of this whole industry for True. right now. And it's a hundred percent true. We legitimately are, you know, we don't know the health hazards that it's going to be with this shit. Right. At the same time. Right. You it's know, like in the, like it's sort of like, imagine if it's the, like the twenties or, the 1930s, yeah. early 30s, right when prohibition ended. Yeah. And then you've got all these companies that I'm sure started to pop up selling mm. booze quasi sort of legally, right? Although that was federal. I think they legalized it federally. Yeah. Instead of like state by state. So this right. is probably even worse than that. Yeah. But it was kind of like Wild West probably, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine what kind of like product you'd be getting if you just went down to the store or whatever and Ex- bought some booze. Like, exactly. Do you really know what went on when it was made? Like probably not. Right. Know? And it took probably a while to get, I'm sure it took years to get like a good system of in place of like, okay, right. you, can, you can be sure that when you go to the store and buy some liquor that you're not getting like turpentine <laughs> right. or Drano or whatever. Yeah. And that's the big thing why a lot of people pull for like recreational and medicinal anymore is because you don't know what you're getting and like these certain things and everything. But I mean, if you're actually knowledgeable in the game and know a good bit about this stuff, you know that like certain companies that are like all in the up and up, it's not, it's not as much anymore, but like, but like a few years ago and stuff, they would kick stuff out the back door too. And it would, and it would yeah. end up over here. It's, it's, it is what it is. You know, you can make an easy 20 grand non-taxable by doing that. And right. shit like that. Right. You know, these companies aren't dumb. Of course, they're doing that. You know, how do you think a lot of the companies that started out in the West Coast ended up on the East Coast? They get yeah. shipped over here. That's right. what it, it right. is. What it is. That's the game. Like it's just how it is. But there are counterfeits of those products too. Yeah, it's all like really a byproduct of the slow legalizing process. Yeah. it's still like a hangover from it being illegal. Right. Because when you have something like this that people want, there's a demand for it. They're gonna spend money to buy it. Right. Then someone's going to pop up and provide it. And if it's illegal, then that means the people who pop up to provide it are not bound by any type of like safety mechanism. Right. So and that's, and when it's half in and half out, then it, it even makes it because it's, it's actually probably more dangerous right now. And that's why you're seeing yeah. this in the news. No, it's it because is. it's like, there are a lot more people who are likely to go ahead and buy, you know, vaping THC cartridges and start vaping and stuff. And, and they're the, there are traps set for them. Like, yeah. And they're the biggest thing in the market right now because of the act, the accessibility to those, you know, kids the, in the high cartridges. school. Yeah. Kids in high school now right. can go in between their class, rip their fucking vape outside real quick. And no one even knows. Right. You couldn't do that 10 no, fucking years ago, right. dude. So a lot Pretty of hard to smoke weed in school. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But now it's just like a fucking thing of the past. Yeah. It's like, you know, I would like, you know, I like when, when I was first, like when I got like, vape cartridges and stuff like a couple years ago they were like actually company ones like like that 
I knew people were getting and stuff. So it was like, I knew what I was getting was like legit and everything. Um, I had enough knowledge to know basically, but yeah, I would rip those in public, like in the mall and stuff. And no one fucking says anything right. to you. No one like knows if you're, if you're really like naive to the subject and especially people three years ago, they were very naive to the sure. subject because that wasn't around. Most people I aren't going to have anywhere near the level of like research into it that someone right. like you. Right. So you don't know. Yeah. Like you could go on the internet right now and buy. I'm sure you could go in and buy like THC vape cartridges. Yeah. And it looks legit and it looks like and on a surface level you could check it out and it looks okay. You, but really it's some kind of counterfeit bullshit with, you know, like you can go on eBay. stuff in it. You can go on eBay and you can buy all the packaging that you need oh, wow. to sell these. You can buy the packaging with the empty vape cartridges so you to fill it yourself. You put That's anything in there. That's how bad it is. And it's the same you just with put like tap weed. water in there and sell it. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same with weed anymore too because like dude, you can there's certain companies like the Cookies brand, um White Runs, all this shit. You can buy empty cuz they sell them in baggies half the time like you'll buy them in like a like a branded bag with like a zip or whatever. Like that's what it'll come in. Your ounce will come in this branded bag so you know that's how it is. Yeah. They sell they sell fucking empty bags on eBay too that you can buy in bulk. Yeah. It's just how the game is and shit, dude. And if you're like if you're wise to this shit like it sounds like it's still not that easy to tell. Like you really got to no, yeah. If that's the thing, like if you, uh, that's like why it is like to make. It's why like people call them custy, like you're getting custied by people and shit. That's like the term and everything. Custied. Yeah, if you sell this shit to a person that's so naive and doesn't really know this shit, and you're making an extra hundred dollars off of them, fuck it, just do it. That's the big mentality anymore. It's just like rip these people off, and especially if they're like a Chad sort of person, like you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> like a broy sort of motherfucker. <laughs> Rob those people for as much as you fucking can, dude. Like that's the that's the mentality of this shit anymore, man. It's so easy to make a quick buck on this shit or in the black market. You just get some really good looking bud, buy these blank fuck, buy these cookie bags or jungle boys bags with certain, like with a certain strain on them. Here's an ounce of this, man. I paid, uh, I paid two thirty, So I got to charge you 300 for it. It's just cause it, but it's the, it's jungle boys. It's like the best bud you're going to get around. Wow. Here yeah. Cause that's crazy. So again, that that's that like, cause the fact that those companies can be out there mm-hmm. legally and have like name brand recognition, like that trust in a name brand, you can mm-hmm. abuse it. It's that it's more like, you know, half legal, half illegal. Yeah. That's like if, you know, that's like me selling you, you know, cans of like, <laughs> I don't know, like natty ice, mm-hmm. but it's like in like a Stella Artois yep. bottle and charging, yep. you know, and like it's easy to do that. It's very easy. That's man. insane. Yeah, man. that's the thing. Now you need to just legalize the shit federally. Like, come on, you know uh-huh. that would put a stop to a lot of this because you could just. I'm and sure then like you know, like to... you hear you hear that in your mind, you're like, you know, I would never pay like three hundred dollars for an ounce or something like that. But then it's in front of you, and you're like, in like, and your weed dealer's a good salesman, and they're talking it up so much, you're just like, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm going to grab that. So because, what's you know, uh, I've gra- I've $300? At, what, what do you expect to pay for an ounce then? If $300 is the premium. Oh, I would never pay $300 for an ounce. That's just like a fucking, that's a, <laughs> that's a custody number. I would never, <laughs> I would never even think of charging someone that like for an ounce or whatever. Right. I'm Not just asking what's anyway. it worth? Like what's an ounce worth? Um, it depends like around like, uh, like I bet you this, whatever two, you say is going to be irrelevant in some of the places like that people are listening person, to this. Like two or two twenty. Okay. Maybe cheaper. Like if you're buying it in bulk, you're getting it way cheaper half the time. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so you can charge a good bit more. Yeah. Based on that brand name. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. 
But like, you know, it is what like, you know, we, we've all like, like I said, like, I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. Like you just got to know your shit and not get ripped off by people because if you're smoking nonstop and everything, guys, like why not make your not, why not have some knowledge about this shit? Like, yeah, I, I, I'd say I, that's, I get it. It's probably not like important. in your life a whole lot of the time, but I mean, it's a very big thing. If you're putting something inside of your body every single day yeah. or every single week, it's a good thing to know the ins and outs of this industry. So can you, what, what, what advice would you give somebody to like to get them down that path like is there any place you can send them to look and learn you know reputable information sources you just talking um, like? instagram has a lot of like certain pages that drop knowledge like this uh hold on let me find the one that i use a good lot yeah a okay. good bit i mean yeah shout it out if it's something that you use and you can uh give people some reputable it's uh, i mean this is a good since we're talking about this you might as well give people um a chance right like say people who do um, smoke weed the one instagram that i follow and get a lot of information from anymore uh it's called the blacklist xyz they also have a website too that like but it's it's a lot of like it's a lot of user submitted information from people who are in this game so it's like it's a mixture of like the stories about like the thc vape carts like bad vape carts that are going around in certain areas there's a lot about like grow ups getting busted in certain areas of california and stuff because that's been happening a lot recently that a lot of people don't know about okay. ever since they like legalized it like really like federally over in uh not federally like State. statewide in california a lot of the shit that people were getting away with with like the prop 215 everything it's done and they've been raiding a lot of grow ops that have been in business for years and are just like chopping their plants down and leaving them for nothing basically and a lot of people say like you know uh well they should be doing it like right and legally and all this shit like blah 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 like people know what they're talking i think they know what they're talking about like with this stuff but a lot of that stuff takes a lot of time like people have been waiting like six months to get their right. licenses approved. And Bureaucratic you can't, process. Right, and you crap. can't stop your money making right. for six months to wait on this. So you're going to have to do what you have to do right. until it gets legalized. So you're running a business. You've been growing and selling weed for 20 years. Right. And you're supposed to just, what, now that it's legal, you're going to stop? Right. Exactly. Like that like was your main pause. source. Of, like what do you even, Exactly. What do you do? And then they give the a lot of- plants in the freezer or something? Yeah. And then they give, what's cool about this too, they give a lot of information, say like people were going around pulling scams and robbing people for high amounts of money and stuff. Mm. They'll post like, like the users. Like a warning? Yeah. The users who are getting robbed by these people will get in contact with them, give them all the information they can yeah. along with like pictures and all this shit, their real names and everything. And they'll try to like warn people, like don't do business with these people. Yeah. Like, cause that, again, that happens a lot of the time too people doing right. dumb shit to get weight dave approved information source yeah all right cool mm -hmm. what's the name of it again the blacklist xyz all right yeah so, free plug free plug there you go i mean i again i, I you're doing people a little a, a, a solid but no like, yeah because it, it it does piss me off that like people were getting away with a lot of this shit in in the uh in the community because i just want to see like with me in the weed community and it's why I give the black, I, I give the black market like some, like I don't hate the black market like some people do and everything because without the black market, this stuff wouldn't have existed. Like nothing would be, would have come of this stuff without the black market. It is what it is. Um, but there, like a lot of people don't know, there's some shady stuff that goes in with the medicinal and the recreational side of it. 
you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about that. They just want to talk about how bad the black market is. And that's to get recreational and medical, like more into the limelight and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's companies now and Pittsburgh is guilty of two certain companies like, you know, short shorting your fucking customers, which in Pennsylvania is ridiculous enough already because it's so highly priced right now because we're Mm -hmm. so new at this shit. And if you're buying an eighth for $60 and you go home and weigh it out and it's 3.15 or 3.2, I would be fucking outraged with that. Because for one, if you're buying an eighth for 50 or $60, you're already getting ripped off enough money. But having to go home and being like, yeah, I just got shorted a bowl pack, basically. It's it's not cool. Like people look at it and they're like, oh, it's 0.2 or point no. It's not, that's not cool to do. It's not cool to rip your customers off because you think that you can and stuff like that. Right. That happens a lot. A lot of people faking lab test results. That happens a lot too that Yikes. people don't want to talk so what, about. Yeah. What's that about? So like when you have to get certain, if you want to be in like rec or like anything like that, you have to get your certain part. Anything has to be lab tested basically to be approved and everything. But you know, there are certain business deals like, you know, like, Hey, we'll throw you an extra like five, $10,000. We'll give you these lab results. And then you know, sell our product for us in your store or whatever, you know how it is. And you will just never hear about this again. But then there's people who take that product and get them lab tested on their own. People who actually care about this stuff and they'll come back with like pesticide fails and stuff like that. Uh. Pesticides fails are the biggest thing. Like, you know, and like, it, it doesn't matter if it fails for one or two pesticides or anything. That's still a pesticide. Like it's not supposed to be there. That's why they have the lab test. So if there's right. one pesticide in your bud, like it's, it's not good. Like, but again, that is the black market is the same exact way because you don't know the buds that you're smoking. You're kind of just like, you're kind of just putting throwing faith up in the air and just hoping that there's uh, no yeah, pesticides. Of or course. Anything. Yeah. Because it's like buying anything, you know, illegally. Right. It's like, right. You, like you we were just talking really about the, um, the whole press pills issue anymore. Like that's oh, been, right. that's been a big, big right. heavy thing. It's kind of like, it's not as deadly as it and everything, but like over time it could be. Yeah. Because I mean, with that shit, like if you get fentanyl on something, it could just kill you like that. Right. You but think I mean, you're, if you're buying, you think you're buying like an Opana or yeah. something and it's really enough fentanyl to kill a horse pressed yeah. into a pill that looks like, and Opana. Yeah. Because there's no quality control because it's just people don't know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. So, I mean, like, there are there, there are positives and negatives to everything in this world. You just got to educate yourself enough to know what it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just being, it's just being safe as possible. I don't know. Like right. I said, if you're going to ingest something in your body every single day or every week or whatever, like, yeah, you might as well know some shit about it. Be cautious. Like, yeah. Look around. Yeah. You probably have more than one option at this point mm-hmm. to where you can shop and buy things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like back in the day, you knew one guy that was selling weed, so you just got to buy it. Right. Exactly. Know? No. Yeah. yeah it's, research. Yeah. It's a little bit. Do your research. Exactly. As the flat earthers like to say. <laughs> Dude, there was a... Uh, I saw a rumor. It turned out not to be true. Unfortunately, I thought it was kind of funny, but um, there was uh, somebody started saying that Facebook was going to uh, ban all flat Earth groups. Yeah, I saw that, but it's not true. They're oh, not. They're all still damn. up. I was kind of excited about that. Yeah, I know you hate the flat Earth. I do. I, yeah, I I'm glad. I think that Facebook is a much funnier place uh, with those flat Earth groups in it. Yeah. Yeah, we did uh, a while back. We uh, we did a whole thing. 
It was yeah. a whole ordeal. It was a two-episode thing. Yeah, it was one of the only two-parters we've ever done. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got an interview with Flat Earther from Australia, yeah. which is funny because some Flat Earthers don't even believe Australia. Don't Australia's acknowledge Australia. Um, and then the next episode, we did like the fallout from that, and Dave blew a gasket. That's still, it still makes me mad. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like talking about it because it's just... Like six months later, you're still angry about this. I am because it's stupid. They've been proven wrong so many times, but they still want to like jump on this thing. Like, oh yeah, we're totally right. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't enjoy that. You've been proven wrong, and you still act like smartasses the whole time. Like, it's just <laughs> fucking dumb. Yeah, you should chill out, smoke a dab. I need to <laughs> or do a dab. Yeah. Mine... So wait, explain this to me. Yeah. Um. Do you, like. When you're dabbing, mm-hmm. doing a dab, is this, are you incinerating this? It's or? vapor. Okay. It's vaporized. So it's not like, so I'm thinking like, like I, my drug knowledge is like, I, cause I'm thinking like, like black tar heroin, like you're like putting it on. Oh foil no. And like, I mean, that's technically vapor. It is right. That's so, what I was I thinking. Mean, that's the healthiest way to do heroin. Dark side tip. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, Dark side tip of the day. Yeah. I know a lot about hard drugs. Yeah. I don't know much about wheat because like I said, well, I, like, I, I never liked it. So Yeah. I mean, like literally it's just like you heat up uh, a quartz like bucket basically because no one uses titanium anymore, I feel like. And if you do, you're fucking up. But um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Quartz <laughs> is like a special like type of glass that holds in heat like a lot more like if you um yeah if you hit it so you use a blowtorch heat up your nail yeah don't do nail. it like nail nail um banger mostly if it's a if it's a if it's a quartz thing it's a banger basically that's what they're called most of the time okay. banger bucket there's a bunch of different terms for it but um yeah heat up that you don't do it as soon as you take the flame off you let it get down to like a decent temperature a lot of people who are into it, it sounds like, like smoking meth not really <laughs> it's not really like that. It's been compared to that, but it's not really okay. that. Um, but um, funny enough, I have yeah. That's kind of a side story I'll have for you in a minute about that. But like, uh, then you wait till it like cools down to a good temperature. A lot of people use like the heat guns, yeah, like and everything to like raise the temperature because it's good to go in about like seven hundred degrees, six fifty, <laughs> somewhere around there. That's when you get because like it's not about just getting high. It's about getting good flavors and all the terps that are in that cannabinoid oh, and everything. And in then that there's plant, there's your weed, weed nerd side. Exactly. Out. So you do that. You it's like a coffee a coffee guy. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but yeah, that it's it's all vaporizing basically. You Got know, it. You can put like some people like put like um like when they put when they roll joints, they'll put like hash. And like joints and stuff too, or just like on top of a bowl or everything. Like you'll have a bowl pack and just put like a little piece of hash on top or in the middle of it, basically. Hmm. So you can combust it too, but it's like right, yeah, okay. But yeah, so what's the the meth thing? The one the, time I was at uh, this was like years and years ago. I was at a party, and I had always brought like like around that time, like I was really into like dabbing. Like everyone knew that's like what I did and everything. So I would always have my rig at parties and stuff. Like I'd always bring it because I have a pelican case for it and shit like that. So. I'd bring it out and everything. And this one, I don't even know who it was. It was like some like bro type of kid that was at this party. I didn't really know him that well. And I pulled like out my blowtorch and like started like heating up like my nail and everything. And the dude was like, what the fuck are you doing? Is that meth? <laughs> and I was like, I looked at him and I was like, no, you fucking retard. Like it's fucking <laughs> weed. It's just a different way of doing weed basically, man. <laughs> 
And he was just like blown away by that and everything. <laughs> that's also around the time. Honestly, if I saw you doing that, I would. That's probably would be the first thing I thought. Yeah, of too. I mean, because like, that's was, what I know. A newer thing, you know? like back then, a lot of people yeah. were ignorant to it and everything. I mean, I if I see a dude with, with a blowtorch heating up a glass like pipe thing, I mean, yeah. that's what it looks like. I also used to fuck with people a lot back in that day. And like give them like way too big of dabs that they should be taking. Wow, that's a dick move. Oh yeah, it was fun. I had fun with it though. Like, yeah, it was funny. Like I was the dick then. So it's like super concentrated THC. Yeah, right? yeah. I could see how you could get really twisted quickly. Yeah, right? especially if you've been drinking a lot. Like it hits you like I'm sure. really fucking hard. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah like, so, I I I just did not enjoy weed, dude. It just flipped me out, and it probably I get says that. more about like. I, I think it had more to do with my own like mental state. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it just like. Well, no, yeah, that's the thing because like I was watching the whole like uh, Bam Margera on Doctor Phil thing this morning, and okay, he was yeah, talking we didn't about, even get into that. No, nah, yeah, that's a whole other story for another day. But like he was talking about how like he never liked weed, like we he he never liked weed, but like like you know like Coke, Adderall, this different shit, like an yeah. upper basically, right? And like me and my girlfriend were watching it, and she was like. Um, she doesn't really under, like she just didn't understand like that statement and everything. And like, you know, I, I sometimes hear that, too. And I don't like I don't understand it half the time. But like I then I remember it's like everyone's brains are synced di- differently. Right. It's a very psychoactive drug too, like for one. So it doesn't just help for like pain and everything. You're also like having a whole head thing going on, too. So it's like everyone's just wired differently. So it could affect people in a way different way that they don't like their brain. Dude, focusing that's so like that. true yeah. about people's brain chemistry being different. Because like, mm-hmm. dude, like I used to. So. Like I, you know, I was a heroin junkie, right? For a while. So, and I would hang out with other people like that. Yeah. And like, it's wild how differently people are. Cause like I knew not just one, but more than one guy mm. who, um, so like, obviously like heroin's, you know, it's like a down. Obviously. Yeah. If you do a shitload of heroin, you're just knotted out. Like, right. You're just basically Feeling on cloud nine. You're in a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you're not at that point, like there are people who, I mean, it pretty much a big dose will do that to anybody. Yeah. But like I knew more than one person who, when they would do like heroin or like, you know, similar drugs, yeah, painkillers and whatnot, um, it would like psych them up. I like, know people like, like that too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you get like bouncy and mm-hmm. like excited and like chatty. And then other people, it would have the opposite effect. They're just like nodding off every com- like two minutes, basically. Even if they're not asleep, but just their behavior. And, you know, and their energy level and the same thing with like, um, with like uppers and stimulants, Mm -hmm. right? Like also had occasion to smoke crack with people, different, different types of people. Yeah. And, um, some people obviously like it would react like you would expect. Right. You know, like they just talk your ear off and, and, uh, you know, high energy stimulated. Yeah. But other people, um, instead of making them like you know, up and bouncy and stimulated like that. Yeah. They'd be like more like just like even yeah. like regular, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the opposite effect. Um, well, that's why they give speed to kids with a uh, ADHD and shit like that. Right. Like Adderall. That's yeah. literally what it's for. Like yeah. people are wired that way. Like we were talking about that before. Like literally there's one different chemical compound in Adderall that makes it different from crystal meth. Like a lot yeah, of people right. don't realize but that. That's an important chemical compound because yeah. <laughs> Adderall and meth are not, uh, the same. Yeah, a little bit weak. Adderall's a little bit weaker. Slightly less. You're not up for two days off a little bit of a no. Adderall. No, but yeah, man. I mean, if myself, like I, my, I don't know what my chemistry is, but it seems to be like normal or yeah. what, you might, what you would expect that like these drugs to do. That's what they they would pretty much do. See, I think mine's the same way because I know people who've like said like when they take Vicodin 
and shit. They're, they, they're more like energetic and yeah. like it's a rush off of it. Every time I take Vicodin, it's fucking like I'm knocked out. Like oh, if really? I take See, more it would than, knock me out. If but... I have more than 10 milligrams, I'm pretty, I'm not, it won't like knock me out, but I'm just like, I have like the like I mean the opiate feeling you know yeah. you just kind of like feel right. decent and everything right just euphoria yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah. and now, I sometimes would, I would get talkative because of that but it's just because I got what I was looking for right and I'm Ex- good now exactly know? it wasn't yeah. I wasn't literally like energized by it like um you know the guys I was talking about yeah um and as far as weed goes like yeah I did it I mean I smoked. Uh, on several occasions i smoked a lot like yeah. a huge amount of weed probably too much and um it it like i said it i like paranoid yeah anxiety mm-hmm. really weird just like really if you smoke too much that's a, that's a big just thing hard yeah. to be around yeah you know and i never had any fun and anytime i was drinking and i would smoke weed i remember just passing out yeah, it's not a good it's not a good combination because the spins uh-huh. are a real fucking thing. Mm, yeah, the, the spins are terrible. That's the worst thing. I, I've I've like I've done it to myself quite a few times. So like you're drinking and then you smoke weed and you get the spins because of yeah. That. You think it's specifically because that combo? No, it is because of that combo. Don't people smoke weed to counteract like motion sickness and nausea? Uh, yeah, nausea sometimes because I mean, I've done it with nausea before. Yeah, but it's it's completely different. Like when like because like when you have the spins, it's not like you're, it's not like you're like sick for no reason. Like your vision is literally spinning. Yeah. Like it's it's terrible, especially like when you're watching TV or something. Yeah. Because I did this like a couple months ago. I was pretty like I was pretty drunk already, and like we had just rolled a joint or a blunt. I forget what it was, and um, I said fuck it, and I, like my and Nicole was just even like, yeah, I don't think like you should like go like that heavy. Like a few is probably good, and I was like, no, nah, I'll be good. <laughs> And I was laying on the couch, like literally, like I wasn't fully spinning, but like the fucking projector screen kept on going, like to the right a little bit. And I'm just like, oh fuck! Like, I'm she just was like, right. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> laying there. I'm like, oh, this was this is bad. I don't, I don't like this. Yeah. And then you just wake up the next morning, kind of like sick, but that's about it. Yeah. Then you smoke to make that sickness go away. That's <laughs> <laughs> literally it's it's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> Do a damn. Da, da, da. <laughs> do a dab. That uh, was always my number one hangover cure. Just do a dab. Swear. Swear. Like I'm, literally take a I huge ass dab like right in the morning. The one that's like killing you, like hard to breathe for a couple seconds and shit, like <laughs> knocks your ass back basically. After like the first five minutes after doing that, you feel fine. Like nausea is gone. Like you just gotta drink some water really quick and you're set yeah that's my that's my hangover cure Interesting. Half the time. You, could you see them using like dabs in a medical capacity or you think that's straight up just to get wasted what do you mean i mean would they would they use you know dabs to treat whatever they use medical marijuana to treat yeah they do oh they do yeah ah okay. yeah because it's it's um it's a it's a it's like a quicker high. So it's good for like certain things. If you need it like really like quicker and stuff like that, it's good yeah. for that. Um, like pain management. Yeah. Cause stuff. consider like dabs and everything like that, like everything like lumped into that is basically lumped into extracts, call them and shit like that. Okay. I got you. Yeah. yeah. So like Rick Simpson oil is technically like an extract and stuff. And he, they use that for, um, <laughs> to it. treat like cancer and, um, like the pain procedures from cancer and shit like that. Yeah. No, like people have like, 
the dude, Rick Simpson had like the reason they call it Rick Simpson oil. He found out a way to make this like concoction basically because he had like skin cancer or whatever. Okay. And nothing that he was doing was working or basically. So he would make this oil and he would rub it on the spot where the skin cancer was. And eventually it actually cured his skin cancer. Like it's a very, like as far as like medical stuff goes, Rick Simpson oil is like top tier basically wow. with that shit. Cause it's actually cured skin cancer. Topically rubbed yeah. it on the skin. Yeah. And if you Weird. ingest it, it's I like, never heard uh, of that. yeah, if you ingest it, it's good for like kids who have like, you know, you see the stories about kids that have like, like 30 seizures a day or something that never had a cure, but they have like, they get this like, like, um, magical, like shit. Most of the time it's Rick Simpson oil because it's just so potent and made in a certain way, but it's not really psychoactive at the same time to where it's fucking these kids up. They only need like a little bit to really like make their system like good. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, those are the most heartbreaking stories of like the kids with like uncontrollable seizures, like have three hundred some seizures a month and there's just like nothing. Holy shit. Like there's like dude, there's been family you can look it up online. There's been families that have like up and rooted their whole life and moved to a legal state because it's the only thing that saved their kid, basically. Like that yeah. was the last resort and it's like and it's worked and everything, like ever since. So there's a lot that goes into it. It's uh, it's definitely it helps a lot. It's not just for getting fucked up mm-hmm. and stuff. There's actually a good use behind it. Um, do I use it medically? Yes. Do I use it to get fucked up? Yes. It's like it's just one of those things. Like it's, it's how is it for pain killing? It's good, especially edibles. Uh, edibles are really good for that. Um, like a high milligram dosage, but you just have to. If you want to use edibles, you just got to be prepared. Like. You're gonna. It's way different than smoking marijuana. Like way different. How so? It's, it's like uh, you you need you just like it, you don't need a whole lot if you have a low tolerance and shit. Basically, like me, if so I would can like, you get more mileage out of the same amount of THC if it's in an edible. Yeah, you'll get way more mileage out of it. Basically, like you can ingest if you have a low tolerance and ingest fifty milligrams. <laughs> I'm always still thinking that way. Yeah, if you <laughs> get the most fucked up for the least amount of money. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing though, because I mean, if you ingest fifty milligrams worth of like an edible or whatever, you just think like fifty milligrams is like literally uh, point. Uh, what? What's the milligram say? It's uh it's like 0.05, I think, for 50. Hmm. Or wait, no, that might be for five. Anyway, I forget. No, so it's it's no. Uh, 0.05 would be 50. So, yeah. So, yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's being processed through your liver and it's producing like a whole like new thing inside your body. And it's going into your bloodstream and stuff. Like, it's making it last way longer because your liver just keeps producing that said chemical once it's digested into it, basically. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's weird, dude. Like, yeah, I've uh, you you can couch lock yourself for a couple of days. That's couch for sure. lock, yeah. Where you I just like don't want to move it or anything for like over a day. Yeah, that's one of those words that you don't have to know what it means to yeah. know what it means. See, that's why I don't do edibles that much anymore because I don't right. have the time to do edibles right. anymore. Because right. I just know if I'm eating edibles, like I have to hold, like have a whole day set aside to where I don't have to do anything, basically. Because <laughs> you're stuck on the couch. Yeah, it's like literally like TV. one of those. Yeah, and then the next day you're just still kind of groggy whenever you wake up because it's still like in your system affecting you. And especially if you do higher dosages and shit, you're just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just want to feel better. <laughs> Jeez, I feel like that every day. Yeah. Like the second day, not the good day. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and uh, what about munchies? You get the munchies still? Oh, yeah. 
What do you do? So what do you do for yeah. munchies? Like we, we can wrap it up on that. What's the, what's the best uh, Dark Side Dave munchie combo? Do you have like a go-to? Mm. Like a certain kind of ice cream or like a weird combo? I want to hear you. T- I'm, like, I'm talking like, do you put like peanut butter on a fudge sickle? No, nah, I don't really. Like I don't really go all out with stuff like that anymore. Okay, um, you're looking for convenience. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. Anymore, it's just like whatever's in the fucking house. Like I'll eat. Like yeah. in all honesty, so you don't like, go like specifically when you're grocery shopping or whatever. I don't know if you do the, shopping. Oh, in dude, house, no, but. I I can't. You, I can't go grocery shopping high anymore. It's fucking awful. You like, used I don't, to? I, mean, one, I, can, yeah. I think it's pretty obvious why it's a bad for idea. For one, I don't grocery shop. like any, I do like online pickup for everything because it's uh. way more convenient and everything. But two, when you go grocery shopping high, you, just buy, you everything. buy three times the amount of shit that you normally would. <laughs> and so shit funny. that you don't even need. Like literally, like I've gone to the store for one specific thing, bought 20 other fucking things and still left without getting that one thing. It's like one of those things that just fucks with you. But like, yeah, munchies anymore, it's just like... Whatever's in the house or Uber eats like order and shit like that. And if I'm going uh-huh. to a bomb ass, if I'm going to a bomb ass restaurant or something before I'm smoking a shit ton of weed before I go simply to like, cause I'm be gonna, extra hungry. Yeah. I'm going to be like starving is like, I'm going to order so much shit when you I know go. what we ought to do. Hmm. Go to one of those Brazilian steakhouses. Have you Texas been to one? Day Brazil? Yeah. Yeah. The other one, I forget the name. Fogo uh, to Chow. Yeah. I've heard Texas. Have you been there? I've heard Texas is better than the Fogo one. I've been to both. I, I like Texas to Brazil better, yeah. but have you been there? Yeah, a couple. T- I was just there a few weeks ago, actually. We took my cousin out to dinner down there. So, like, you sit at a table, and these guys just keep bringing you meat, and they just cut off as much as you want. Yeah, like until you just say stop, yeah. and you have this little like go or stop sign, and mm-hmm. you just put it on green, and they just keep bringing it. And so, did you just did you tear it up? Oh yeah! No Every place. time I go there, I'll tear it up. Basically, yeah. I've, like, I've made myself sick there. You just oh think, yeah, it's hard to turn it down. It's like this is like legit good. It's not just like crappy meat. Either. No like steak and fillet, and, and even their whatever. salad bar is good as fuck, dude. They, they have they got a lot so of good stuff much there. good shit over yeah, there. Advertising for for this restaurant, but my point is, if you would, if you were going to smoke a lot of weed and go eat a place like that, yeah. go in there and heavily. You, you want to get your money's worth for the mm. all you can eat. Yeah. Just tear it up. Because it's like $55 a person there, I'm pretty sure. You got to so eat a like lot of steak to make to, it worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But even like when we go to like Vegas or like out like in places like this too, like when we want to go to like a bomb ass restaurant and stuff, it's literally like do a couple of dabs and smoke a joint like right before going. Like yeah. to where like... So you're like we, starving when you get in there. Yeah. Basically. And then yeah. like downing a couple of drinks like when you first get there so you're kind of like loose and have a good vibe going at the same time. Like yeah, destroy every fucking thing okay one then more you question. get the bill for three hundred dollars and it's just like oh god and you're not happy about yeah. that yeah well i mean at the same time it's like fuck it i don't care like, so drinking and then smoking weed versus smoking weed and then having drinks is that a different thing a little bit yeah because like um like like the first um i don't know how to really describe this because most of the time like when people were going out they're going to a bar most of the time to get drinks and shit, right? Like, yeah. I mean, most of the time I, I just stay home. So I'm like continuously drinking and smoking at the same time. <laughs> when I go out, this is how it is. Like I'll smoke literally right before going out. Like, you know, the side effects are still going on you, but then the drunk kind of takes over the high after a while. Like you feel more drunk than you do high after a minute. But then once you reintroduce the THC in your system, if you're way too fucked up, you know right away like it's gonna be bad like because it's like it's like it's it's it just fucks with your vision half the time basically you get so it's kind of like knowing is like, that like a 
Is that just a Dave thing or is this a known thing? No, it's thing it's a known you, thing. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's the yeah. worst thing that could happen to you. Now, I like used that. to uh now when I would drink, it was like once I would start drinking, it's just there's no stopping. Game over. Yeah. Game over. But I would get the spins a lot just from drinking. Like I would just drink myself into a point oh, where I'm yeah. just I'm horizontal. Mm-hmm. I'm like don't I can't walk straight enough to like really even do anything. Yeah. So but I'd have the spins. Mm-hmm. Now that happened to me quite a bit. Just yeah, that drinking. happens when you get like way too fucked up, like drunk wise. Yeah, but you, so you're you saying if that. you're not super drunk and you smoke some weed, you can still get the spins. Um, if you're like just buzzed, you'll be fine. But if you're like pretty like decently like drunk, say like probably like eight beers in or so, you'll probably something might happen to you. And it, it depends on the tolerance, I guess, with every person too. <laughs> eight so I, beers. I, I love. I love how that's like a measuring stick. Like, because eight beers is for you is completely different from eight beers for someone else. I guess, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I don't even drink beer half the time anymore, so I can't. I don't really know how to like fucking. It's like all liquor for me, most liquor or white claw for me most of the time. So it's like <laughs> I don't know the balance for like other people. <laughs> so, just so people know, you are not like a fucking alcoholic degenerate. It's not no. like you're drinking and smoking all day every day. No. Not I, every day. I don't want to make you day. look like that because this whole episode's oh, been about Dave getting fucked up. I don't care but if like, I look like that. I know, I know, I don't. Have that's a problem, not the so case, is, though. It's not like you know, you just. I don't care what other people think. That my, that's my whole thing. I really don't care what other people think about yeah, me. I know. I know I'm grounded with my life, and I don't really have a problem with anything. Right. So yeah, it is what it is. But right. no, I'm that's not like, constantly getting. I'm fucked just up. drawing a line because like I don't drink alcohol or do any drugs. Right. You're completely sober because I can't. Right. If I could, I would, but right. I can't. Right. I just it just my life becomes miserable. Right. So I don't do it. Exactly. Now, that like you might drink a lot and smoke a lot, like based you know from somebody's standards, right? Like a lot of days a week, Mm -hmm. you're having drinks and smoking weed, yeah. But like, there's a difference between what it looks like when you drink and smoke a lot in a week, and someone like me. Like it's it's not like you are, and I'm not just saying like. Yeah, you show up for work and stuff like that. There are plenty yeah. of people who no, are drug yeah. addicts and alcoholics that show up for work. Oh, that doesn't 100%, mean yeah. just because you go to work doesn't mean you're good. Exactly. But like functioning. No, I could not do that. Like when I'm drinking, like there's no going to work. Right. For any extended period of time. Yeah, you know? I can't go to work fucked up like that. No. But like once I'm once I introduce that into my life, like it just takes over. Like yeah. Everything else takes a back seat. But like it's not even that. Like to me, when I look at you, like you're not. I mean, I don't know, maybe you are, but t- to me, it appears like you're you're just like you're well adjusted. Yeah, you're not you're not using drugs and alcohol like to fix yourself or no. to um you know to like fill yourself up no. for contentment or anything. No, like you could take it or leave it. Really, like right, if you yeah. go a day and you're not drinking or or smoking weed or whatever, like you could just take it or leave it. Yeah, it's not like I mean, yeah, I don't drink every day. I'll drink maybe like. Out of the week, three or four times, three or four times a week. Yeah. And you can have a good time without drinking. Right. I know my limits or smoking weed. Yeah. yeah. But most of the time I'm also. And that's that different. And you know when you say you know your limits, you know when to cut it off and you can. Right. Whereas the difference, someone like me, like I said, once I start drinking, I I just can't stop. Like, yeah. I mean, there are some nights where like I do push it a little bit and like go a little bit harder than other nights and stuff. But I mean, like, right. You'll have that. Like, I mean, it just is what it is. Like they don't call it liquid courage for nothing. But I mean, like, it's like, but yeah, it's not like it still amazes me how how just absurd it is that um 
you know, we know the history and the reasons for it, but like a drug like alcohol being totally legal mm -hmm. and something like weed being illegal. Cause let me tell you something like I never got in any trouble being high on, on weed. Yeah. <laughs> now being super fucked up on liquor and or, or whatever alcohol. Yeah. Completely different story. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You're not getting yourself, you're not going to go out and get into a jackpot <laughs> or get yourself into any trouble, you know? Right. I mean, you get, not that you can get in trouble. Yeah. But just the, the behavior, like the, the way it changes your behavior. No, oh, no, it does. It's completely. and day. Like literally, like, you know, you talk to certain people like that do drink a good bit and they're just like, you know, you offer them, like say you offer someone like a glass of whiskey and something like that. And they're just like, they will not drink whiskey because it turns them into a completely different person. Yeah. And like, I've seen cases like that of people like, you know, especially with whiskey, cause that makes people fucking angry for some reason. That's like an angry drunk half the time. Yeah. Like when you like, well, not like all the time, but I've I used seen to drink a lot of whiskey. Really? I, I don't, I never noticed that. I think that might be just like people's superstitions or whatever, like different. Well, no, I I've mean, seen they could Go, like start to go like nuts there after drinking sure, whiskey you compared it, to like but, vodka or something like that yeah but i mean if if i get super fucking wasted on whiskey versus me being super drunk on vodka mm. the results are going to be i mean they're still going to be bad equally like, no bad for what. everyone yeah either but it way it could be a different mood like sir because like i said i'm just talking like I think people it have probably gotten, has like, to do with the mood that you're in yeah. anyway Cause like alcohol. Yeah, if you're drinking like whiskey at like a, a decent amount, you're probably not like the happiest of a camper right at that time. I mean, that's that was my choice. If I was getting super drunk, or if I had it, if I had a choice about what to drink, that's I, my I bar liked, choice. I liked whiskey, but I would also drink literally anything, or smoke, or inject, or shoot, or or snort, or anything literally in the world that would yeah. fuck me up if I needed to. I had absolutely no no scruples about it. Yeah, I've I've never complete trash can. Yeah, see, I I don't. I don't really have that problem. Right. Because I have been offered <laughs> shit that I shouldn't be offered and I'd turn yeah. it down. Like I was drawn to, you know, like, yeah, I was when I was a kid and stuff like, yeah, I was afraid because like yeah. you hear all this stuff that like drugs are dangerous, but I was also drawn to it. Right. You know, it makes like, Yeah. Because I mean, you're curious, like, you know, like a lot of people don't like tell like their kids straight up what drugs are you know you're just believe you're just told to believe that there are these terrible things but yeah we came really up in that go. like the hangover of like the 80s like the just say no thing yeah and nancy reagan and all that so it's like yeah. the only thing we knew about drugs was that like first of all you're not supposed to do them and you're not right. allowed to know anything about them right and number two um <laughs> they're awesome yeah no yeah that's <laughs> and, the, thing, and the, like, the other thing is that this they they would they try to make it out like demonize it mm -hmm. like if you do drugs you're going to turn into a fucking like homeless and homicidal maniac insane person yeah and like you can see that that's not true as soon right. as you go out and get any experience and then that right there just blows away everything you were ever told right like how much like they said stay away from drugs but yet everything else they said, I can plainly see that it's not true. So why would I listen to any of that? Exactly. And I mean, like, just like, like the whole thing, you know, a lot of those campaigns were complete bullshit and just looking it like, was, yeah, like, you know, you have Corey Feldman was a spokesperson for the just say no campaign. <laughs> and he's even admitted he was like, he was like, yeah, I would go to like the rally or whatever. Wasted. Go up on stage and talking about how just say no and like tell these kids to say off drugs. And I would go back to my limo and snort two lines of coke like immediately. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, that's how it is. And it's like we weren't true. Like, and, and it's still like this, too, like a lot of especially with the opiate crisis going on right now, a lot of these kids aren't 
on the up and up about what these drugs are and the negative and what could happen with these drugs. Like you don't just tell a kid like don't do drugs because they're bad. That's not going to think that makes you want to, that no. makes them interested way even more like, Oh, it's yeah. this like thing that I'm right. not supposed to be doing. Right. No, sit down and tell these kids, you know, how Oxycontin, it was a big factor of what the opiate epidemic is now. Tell them what these drugs do to you and how it could affect yeah. you in the long term. Yeah. Tell them that it feels fucking amazing because it don't you, lie to them because you yeah. destroy your credibility. Yeah. They're going to know it's they're going to take them five seconds to figure out that like, yeah, people, people don't go and do drugs and spend millions of dollars on them because they aren't awesome. Right. Like they make they're you feel good. amazing. Right. Like, yeah. There's some of the best feeling things you could do. Right. But you also got to take in like, I don't want to give, I have no idea what people should tell their kids or whatever. Parenting advice. That I mean, this yeah, is not I'm, the place for that. I'm not but either, like, but it's at the same time, you got to do something yeah. differently, man. Right. I know, but I, what, what I think what you're saying is right. Like, it, it, it just seems to me like just being honest about it. Yeah. You know, just in general, not just Literally. people with kids or whatever, but like, it's just like, don't lie about it. Right. You know, is I, I, all we know is so far we like, what how not to handle it right <laughs> and that ain't it yeah we yeah. literally just keep experimenting with like different generations and stuff and none of them have worked so far yeah. so maybe straight up honesty yeah. is the key i mean we're getting there like it's it's the way things have been you know they were illegal the parents yeah. didn't know shit about drugs so we'll see like now dude they like i mean like the big thing right now is fentanyl like that's the biggest thing right now like everyone's cursing the name fentanyl and everything everyone looks at it as this terrible thing but they're also using it as, as in like the medicinal side where they're giving it to people to like um like sedate them and stuff they're using it yeah, as a form of minor right. sedation and shit fentanyl, like that yeah you can it, it can sedate people. It yeah. also is, it's just like a super potent painkiller. Like they right. use that for people with like the most extreme. Right. Pain. I mean, I think I read that fentanyl is like apples to apples compared to morphine. It's like 1000 times the potency, like drop yeah. for drop. Yeah. Which makes but it there's dangerous. also like different levels. Like there's also different kinds of fentanyl too. Like, aren't there like different, like a few different kinds, like not just I mean, fentanyl. There's like C like, like car fentanyl. That, yeah. Like something that like car that. Fentanyl is kind of useless like yeah. because of how potent it's like that's that stuff that um the, the biggest news story i can think of that or at least that sticks out in my mind about car fentanyl is like this bust where they see the government seized a bunch of uh f car fentanyl like coming in from china i think it was into yeah. canada yeah and like someone od'd on it by touching the packaging yeah because it's like so crazy but like that's the thing like, people don't you like Drugs that are that potent aren't all that useful for recreational use yeah. because you can't get like, like you don't want to be in a coma. You're not high if you're in a fucking right. coma and you don't want to be dead. So it's like, you got to be able to, you need, you got to like find weak, that in between. And that's why weak sedatives get yeah. abused. Right. So like Thorazine. Okay. That's a sedative. Mm. Have you ever heard of Thorazine? Yeah. It's like what they use to, if you've seen the movies, like in a, uh, in a, in a, uh, you know, like a loony bin or whatever, where they just hit somebody with that like night, night mm. shot something like thorazine would be that like it's like a, a heavy sedative and it just like puts you in a coma yeah not really useful for getting high because right. there's no way to you, you want like a low dose of it so that you're partially sedated and yeah. you feel fucked up you don't want to actually be just in the oblivion right you still want to have a good time on it right. like yeah it's half the battle so something like car fentanyl yeah it's i don't think they really use that too much. i mean i don't uh, know it's possible i mean you could but in order to to, it, always you, that you asshole. Have, <laughs> it's always that one asshole. Yeah. But they, and I've heard of, I think with just regular fentanyl too, like uh, they do a bust and there's like, they're in contact with huge quantities of fentanyl. Yeah. And like, 
it's so potent that like touching it, absorbs it absorbing into your skin. If you touch enough of it, it can like OD you. Yeah. Just from touching it. So, Fuck. or breathing it in. That's another thing. Yeah. There's like, it'll be like, like dust in the air from these pills and then the packaging gets opened up and they breathe in. You've guys like literally just going out and, mm. f- and fucking ODing just from breathing in. You think like these DEA agents, like whenever they're making like a big bust like this, when everyone's like not around, they have the mask on and everything. They just take it off real quick and just go <laughs> and just like put it back down. Like, oh yeah. I can't say that I wouldn't have tried that. I mean, if I was in that, in that position. Yeah. But no, honestly. You're probably not like, going to be doing too good if it's like powdered fentanyl from some you know like black market source <laughs> like they're just doing the rounds like right after you did that they're like you find anything in there you're like nah it's all good in here <laughs> i'm <laughs> yeah, gonna stay in great. here just to uh monitor it a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> don't come in it's not safe yeah i'm gonna put some uh tape around this door do not come in this is my space <laughs> <laughs> my space i will do the investigation of this room thank you <laughs> i got it um but that's so the state of weed with a little bit of opioid epidemic and fun personal stories, biography of Dark Side Dave. Yeah. The weed enthusiast. Yeah. Novel hitting shelves near you soon. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Dark Side Podcast. As always, I'm Dave Vienna. I'm Matt Elias. Follow us on anything Dark Side Podcast related. Don't forget to do that. Later. Late.